0: absolute power corrupt absolutely
1: Once again, uh, it's on a Sunday morning, a crisp Sunday morning on the east coast. I am JT, aka the master, <clears throat> and uh, this is the master plan. The number to call in is 347 637 3220. I'll say that again it's 347 637 3220. It's a place to be if you want to talk to the master, and that's me, that's JT. Uh, if you're listening to me, you know that uh, if I sound a little bit nasally, I'm a little under the weather. So bear with me, but uh, we're going to push through this and, and uh, because uh, I want you to be able to win your second-round matchup. We're talking about the NFL, um, and it's week 15. <coughs> Excuse me. It's week 15 in the NFL, and uh, it's week 15, and for most it's the second round of the fantasy playoffs. Hopefully, uh, if you've listened to me, I've helped you uh, get to this point. And hopefully, hopefully, I can get you over the hump to get you to that, um, to that championship round. Uh, I we have a chat room sitting out there. If you want to jump in the chat room, you can do that too. Um, I, uh, like I said I'm a little under the weather, so bear with me, please bear with me, because uh, I'm trying to get all this information out that I want to get out to you. So I can uh, sit back and enjoy and rest and enjoy the games uh, for um, this afternoon and tonight. All right. Like I said, it's week 15. For the most part, it's round two for most people. And I'm playing danger for the simple fact is... It's the, it's round two. Like I said, it's round two, and for most people, for most people, not all people, uh, they have a set, pretty much a set lineup that they use and uh, that they've been using, and it's been a winning combination uh, up until this point. May have gotten nicked up for 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 whatever reason uh, last week. Uh, there were some rash of injuries that may have affected your. Uh, your fantasy lineups, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, wise or whatever tight end also, but uh, don't overthink it. I'm telling you right now, don't overthink it. Uh, KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. That's, that's how I think you overthink it. And you overthink yourself right out of the playoffs. That's all I got to say. Make your mind up on what you want to uh, put in as your starting lineup Uh, I put my starting lineup in days ago for all my playoff rounds, days ago. Um, There's a couple of thoughts that I'm having. But with everyone who plays fantasy football, there's always, especially in the playoffs, especially when you're one round away from the championship round, you start second-guessing yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it. You had a winning combination. Unless you got hit by a rash of injuries in your lineup, You've had a winning combination getting you to this point. Use it. Don't go anywhere else but w- what you have. Use it. You may pick up somebody up. You may be fortunate enough to pick somebody up off the waiver wire, uh, whether to block your opponent or to uh, enhance your team maybe for the next round if you get there. But if you feel confident in your team, second-guess it as it gets closer to game time. Get closer to one, one o'clock. People start changing their lineups because they start second guessing who they have in there. Show confidence in your boys. They they've uh, brought you to this point. Like I keep on saying, remember that. All right, let's get to the games and the matchup in those games. Uh, let's. We've already had uh, one game on Thursday, another game on Saturday. So I'm not even going to think about those. They are what they are. Uh we'll go up the first one on the docket, which is we're gonna go through the one o'clock games there's uh one two three four five six seven eight, and eight one o'clock games, and five four o'clock games, four o'clock or a little later, four or 4, 4, but they're four o'clock games, so we got a nice blend of one o'clock games and four o'clock games, not like it has been in the last few weeks where you only have a a um uh, two or three, if that. Uh, four o'clock games. We got a nice five five games going at four o'clock before we get to the night game, uh, which is um, which is. I thought it was Cardinals and the Eagles. Am I right about that? Hold on a minute, people. <clears throat> Something's not right here i got to check one of my... It doesn't make a difference. We're going to go through all the games anyway. So, here we go. First game on the docket is the uh, Bears and the Vikings. Vikings in need of a win in the worst way to keep pace with the uh, Green Bay Packers. They're playing home against one of the division rivals, which is the Chicago Bears. It's uh, about 35 degrees. going to be overcast. So, it's going to be great football weather. Um, uh, and uh, the... Inclement weather is not going to bother this game. Let me put it that way. Teddy Bridgewater and company need to show up in this game. And I'm going a, I'm to a tell you what's going to, uh, I think what's going to happen in this game. Uh, I wouldn't play Jay Cutler in this game. Um, I know he, he threw for 315 yards and, and two touchdowns, uh, losing to the Redskins. But he's only totaled one touchdown over the three previous games. And he's also tended to throw for only around 200 yards in most recent games. So uh, he only passed for 200, a little over 200 yards, and one score uh, in the first meeting with the Vikings. Um, even though he did uh, run for a touchdown, uh, run for a touchdown, which was his only one for the year. I don't like Jay Cutler in this game. Um, it's in Minnesota. Maybe I would have liked him a little better if he was in Chicago, but in Minnesota. Um, Jay Cutler is not a good play for me, and uh, hopefully you're not putting him in as your starting quarterback in, the, in round two of the fantasy playoffs. Hopefully you're not doing that. Now, another thing, though, and I know people who've had Ma- Matt Forte who've, or who've had Jer- Jeremy Langford have been going back and forth. Do I play him? Do I not play him? Do I play him? Do I, play him? Do I not play him? Well, if you have Matt Forte, Matt Forte, uh, for the most part, up until the time he got hurt <clears throat> and, and after that, has been pretty consistent. And I think he he'll be able to now. This this is not a, uh, a slouch uh, um, run defense in Minnesota. The number eight in preventing fantasy points against the running back position. But Matt Forte is used in the run game and in the passing game. And I think he'll get his fifty to sixty yards and a score, double digits, uh, mid double digits somewhere because he's also used in the passing game. So he's going to give you about fourteen, fifteen, sixteen points, which is good, which is good. Okay? So, he's a definite play for you if you uh, are thinking about um, going in a different direction. Matt You got Matt Forte, don't do it. Put him in there with confidence. He's going to come through for you in this matchup. Uh, the other guy I'm talking about, Jake Cutler, is running out of options to throw to. Martellus Bennett is hurt. Eddie Royal is um, second game back from an injury. Uh, Zach Miller's taking the spot of uh, Martellus Bennett. But, um Minnesota Vikings are mid pack, seventeenth in, in, in preventing fantasy points against the tight end position. So they're not bad but they're not real good either. They're mid pack. So uh, I would say temper your expectations with Zach Miller because he's dealing with uh rib in, uh rib um problems also. So you can put Zach Miller in there, but um I wouldn't expect a whole big uh um uh production out of him this week. Uh so I know some people are jumping on that because Zach Miller has been balling out, especially when Martell been, hasn't been in there. Against this matchup, I know historically Minnesota has been weak against the linebacker position. Uh, I think um, it's not going to happen this week for Zach Miller and any and and fantasy owners of Zach Miller. Six, seven points. Uh, if he gets double digits, I'd be extremely surprised. Um, I think it's about six or seven, maybe eight points around there somewhere. And that's in PPR. And, and standard is a different story. Then, then you, you, you're you really cutting those points in half um, because of uh, uh, the PPR factor. Uh, the only guy that really play here, in my opinion, was Alshon Jeffrey, who's going to get targeted a lot by Jay Cutler because he's the only big, really um, reliable player. Um, uh, uh, passing option for Jay Cutler So uh, that's that's a go here On the other side Now I, I like this kid before And I still like him I'm talking about Stefan Diggs It's obvious um, They're going to try to run the ball I'm talking about Minnesota It's obvious But it's also obvious That Teddy Bridgewater needs to push the ball down the field And he hasn't really been do, able to do that In a consistent manner So that means he needs to get it to Kyle Rudolph he needs to get it to Stephon Diggs. Um, and I think uh, of the two, um, Kyle Rudolph may, may get into the end zone. Along, uh, and then Stefan Diggs will get that double digits, barely double digits. And this is uh, – I'm talking PPR, double digits, 10, 11 points. That's that's about what you're going to get from Stephon Diggs um, because the uh, uh, Chicago Bears are – 13th in preventing fantasy points in the wide receiver position. So they're about mid pack. It could go either way. Uh, The reason I'm, and that's why I'm saying that uh, he's a wide receiver three, maybe, maybe a flex, maybe. But you're really rolling the dice with Stefan Diggs. You're hoping that he gets over his single digit woes which has been happening quite frequently um in in in, in the last few weeks uh, and, and gives you double digits. so either wide receiver 3 4 um flex somewhere somewhere around around there um what's some upside okay so Adrian Peterson is a no-brainer. I'm not even I, I the reason I didn't even say anything about it cuz Adrian Peterson is a no-brainer. You got to play Adrian Peterson. Um uh Chicago, believe it or not, is mid-pack in preventing fantasy points in most of the skill positions. So, their defense is not bad as most people think. So, all I can say is this that uh is probably he he's, he's he's a a strong candidate to to uh run, um well against the Chicago Bulls, excuse me, Chicago Bulls, Chicago Bears. Uh, He ran for 103 yards on 20 carries in Chicago, even though he didn't score. Um, He's had six touchdowns over the last six games. Um, So we'll see what happens when uh, uh, um, he goes up against their division foe in in the uh, uh, Minnesota, I mean, Chicago Bears. All right, let's move on to the next uh, matchup here, um, and this is supposed to be a. And I have to say, I would, I would, I would be surprised. Let me put it this way: I, I know that a lot of people, including one of my opponents this week, is jumping on the bandwagon, and I know they've been they've been scoring like uh, twenty nine, a little over twenty nine, or a little under 20, uh, 30 points a game, over the last like, five weeks or whatever. I'm talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars hosting. The Atlanta Falcons, who for all intents and purposes are are, are in the tank, are, are, are playing extremely bad. Why I don't know. Um, Matt Ryan seems like he he's playing like a rookie. I'm, I mean, he's he's a seasoned veteran and he's playing like a rookie, and that affects the passing game, including Julio Jones. Uh, so the the uh, Weather in, in uh um Jacksonville is, is just just a shade under sixty, uh excuse me, just a shade under seventy, um partly cloudy, uh probably humid because it's, it's it is uh, um uh Florida. So uh on the side of the Atlanta Falcons. Jacksonville is 28th, and this is in order, 28th, 18th, 15th, and 29 in the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end position in preventing fantasy points. So the weakest they're at is against the quarterback and against the tight end. So you're saying, well, is Matt Ryan going to have a big game? Well, if you just pay attention to... The what I just said, he should. I can't trust Matt Ryan, but I can trust Jacob Tammy um, because uh, of the options that uh, the Atlanta Falcons have in the passing game. And Jacob Tammy happens to be one viable one. And I see him getting a trip into the end zone. I'm using him in – I think I have him in one one of my uh, playoff uh, uh, teams, and I'm using him because I think Jacob Tammy against the uh, – Jacksonville, who's near the bottom of the barrel and and, and stopping the tight end in, in fantasy, is a absolutely great play. Um, quite naturally, if you have Julio, uh, you gotta play him. Uh, Jacksonville is fifteenth in preventing fantasy points in, uh, against the wide receiver, so you gotta play him. He, it's Julio Jones. You gotta play him. Okay, but otherwise, and and Devontae Freeman, because Devontae is used in a running game using a passing game and you can run the um Jacksonville Jaguars. You can run on them. That's one of one of the reasons why they have to score so many points because the fact is their defense is not stellar. M- Most people have Blake Bortles balling out here having a big big year. Uh he's got already had 30 touchdowns uh and eight in, in just the last two weeks. Um, he's failed to reach Two scores in only one of the last nine games while turning in five three hundred yard games. Uh, and this this crew of wideouts, House, uh Alan Hearns and Alan Robinson, uh two young Allen's that are absolutely balling out. Um you you was I expect um uh a lot of scoring. In this game, I expect that. Well, a lot of people expect that. I'm making a bold statement here, I'm, and this is going to be a bold statement um, because this is a perfect storm for the Jaguars, playing at home with a hot team. With the, I'm talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars, quarterback and wide receivers scoring buku amount of points against a team that. Uh, Talking about the Atlanta Falcons that uh are on a six game losing streak, uh, and uh pounded the Colts, one of their division rivals, fifty one to sixteen. So for those of you who picked up Denar Robinson, this is a good play for you here. Um That's one weakness. That's the biggest weakness that uh, Atlanta has is defending the running back position, which is thirtieth. Uh, it's a different story, and that's why I'm saying this. This is it's a different story with Atlanta uh, in, in uh, against the quarterback in fantasy and the wide receiver in fantasy. Believe it or not, the Atlanta Falcons are in the top ten or top 5 depending on what position. Top uh the number 7 ag- ag- preventing fantasy points against the quarterback position, the number 2 in preventing fantasy points against the wide receiver position. So, in the passing game, they have a tendency to slow uh um aerial um offenses down. Do I think that Alan Hearns and Alan Robinson both score? Pick your poison. If you got one of them, you got to play him because they've been hot. If you got Blake Bortles, more likely you got to play him because he's been hot. Um, If you you got Julius Thomas, which uh, um, Atlanta is 27th, so they may be vulnerable against the uh, uh, tight end preventing fantasy points because they're 27th, Uh, you got to play him. Offense has been hot, so – you're going to try to ride the hot amp- offense. You may be chasing points. You may be chasing points. Um, Blake Bortles, uh, I, I would say you have to play him. A- and um, Denard Robinson, or quite naturally, Allen, Allen, uh, Hearns and Robinson, and also Julius Thomas. You got to play him. Playing is simple. But the simple fact is that uh you don't want to be have you don't want those things you don't want those players sitting on your bench and rack up some points in, in a crucial week one week away from most people to get into their fantasy uh championship so you got to them. all right let's move on to but i wouldn't be surprised if like i said uh, um last yesterday about the jets playing um uh the uh, Dallas Cowboys and Ryan Fitzpatrick, even though he drew short of three hundred yards, not having a good game, uh it, it, they had to do everything they could possibly do to win that game. And they won it in the closing seconds. So I'm just saying you got Blake Bortles. Don't be surprised if it's not what you think it's gonna be. <laughs> All right, let's move on to another matchup and, and uh, we're gonna to go to the uh Uh we're going to go to Indianapolis to get with my Houston Texans vying for a uh to take command of the AFC South against a beat up and uh, um Indianapolis team. The Texans has never won in um Lucas Oil Stadium. Never. They're 0 in 13. 0 and 13. And that was the likes of um Peyton Manning and uh, uh and Andrew Luck. <laughs> and now they have a go up against they beat up um Matt Hasselback. And don't be surprised if you see uh Charlie Whitehurst jump in the in, in the fray uh because um uh Matt Hasselback can't finish the game. Who would I like here? Well, you know I like DeAndre Hopkins is here. There's no two ways about it. We got T.J. Yates. I don't know. Uh, I know some people who are playing T.J. Yates. I, I know that. Um, T.J. Yates in week 11 uh, beat the Jets, so, and he threw for 229 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Um, last time the um, Texans played the uh, Indianapolis Colts, Brian Hoyer was the quarterback. He threw for over 300 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Brian Hoyer is, is in concussion protocol, so he's not going to be a factor in this game at all. Um, so, you know, you, you got to play DeAndre Hopkins. And I think because there's going to be a lot of tension played on DeAndre Hopkins, <clears throat> excuse me, that uh, Cecil Shorts is going to be a factor in here. And if you were hurt by the injury bug or whatever, um, this is one of the guys I can see jumping in there and, and giving you some viable fantasy points and, and a strong chance. Of getting into the end zone against this uh, defense of Indianapolis, who is thirtieth against uh, preventing fantasy points uh, in a wide receiver position. In fact, these, this is one of the defenses in the league, uh, and 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 it's in this order: the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Um, they're twenty ninth, twenty fourth, thirtieth, and twenty and twentieth in preventing fantasy points in those positions, in that order. So what what I'm saying is this, that as long as they have the quarterback play, the Houston Texans should be able to uh, get the ball to Cecil Shorts, DeAndre Hopkins, um, not too much into the running game. Uh, and on the other side, um, last time the um, Indianapolis Colts Played the Tennessee, uh, uh, excuse me, the Tennessee, the Houston Texans. Andre Johnson went off, caught six passes for 77 yards, and had a couple couple touchdowns. Um, before and after that, he, he was a non-factor. Uh, I think they're going to try to roll Andre out again because he's pretty familiar with this, and he wants to try to put it to his team as o- often as possible to that, that let him go. So I think uh, Andre uh, may get a a visit into the end zone, um, Houston on the backside. side, uh, they're, they're 10th in preventing fantasy points against the wide receiver position, 17th in the quarterback, 19th in running back, 16th in the tight end. So they're middle of the pack, top 10 in wide receiver, but otherwise they're middle of the pack in preventing fantasy points against the other skill positions other than the wide receiver position. So, uh, do I play Dante Moncrief? Dante Moncrief has been seen limping around. Um, I don't know if he's going to play in this. Um, he He only practiced on on Friday, and, and it's questionable to play because of his his foot injury. Injury. Um, I wouldn't count on him to be too effective in this game. Uh, I think it's going to be the T. Y. Hilton show, and, and uh, maybe Andre Johnson because. Um, Dante Moncrief won't be there. So it, it, that that's a strong possibility that because of Moncrief, um, Johnson steps up and has a more uh, pronounced role in, in this uh, offense of Indianapolis. All right, let's move on. That's, so that's, that's another factor here. Um, and he's probably sitting on a lot of people's benches. I mean, you're rolling the dice, you're flipping the coin, but who else does he have to throw to besides T.Y. Hilton? You have to think about that. Um, so – Let's move on to the next matchup. Uh we got uh, quite a few to go here. Let's go to the uh Arizona Cardinals versus the uh Philadelphia Eagles. Uh against one of the worst defenses going, especially in the passing game. I'm talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. This high-powered offense, uh the 31st against the quarterback and 31st against the wide receiver I'm talking about Philadelphia and a 20th uh uh um against the running back and preventing fantasy points in those positions. Uh the top five in preventing fantasy points against the tight end position. But uh for all intents and purposes, the uh Philadelphia excuse me, the Arizona Cardinals don't really utilize a lot uh uh in the tight end position. But Carson Palmer has been balling out. He's been I, I talked about this guy pre I apologize something happened to block talk radio, and uh, for some reason, I got cut off um unfortunately, <clears throat> I'm not gonna go back over the the um uh, the uh analysis I'm just gonna go forward with what I had. I just got cut off <clears throat> don't know what's going on with block talk, but uh we'll move on anyway. Um, I like Tyra Taylor in here. I like LaShawn McCoy in here, and I also like Sammy Watkins. They're gonna be able to move the football in Washington. Um, and I do believe that Dan Carpenter is another one of these reliable kickers uh with an offense that can move the football. And I, I like him in this matchup also. Uh let's move on to the uh, Washington Redskins. Can you tr- truly can you truly trust Kirk Cousins in your fantasy playoffs? No. I know he's played his best at home. Um but he he can go anywhere from 200 to 300 yards. Um, and he, and he uh, uh, can also run in for a touchdown, too. But I can't trust him. I can trust the running game. Uh, I can trust the running game because the uh, Buffalo, believe it or not, now this is Rex Ryan, and I think Rex Ryan and his defenses are overrated. They've been overrated for a while. Um, don't believe the hype. Buffalo is 20th, 21st, 18th, And what they do best is against the tight end, they're 10th. So against the quarterback, they're 20th. Against the running back, they're 21st. Against the wide receiver, they're 18th. Against the tight end, they're 10th. Preventing fantasy points. So what's that telling you? That's telling you the Washington Redskins are able to move the football and you can get some viable fantasy points from those positions. So Jordan Reed, you got to play. He's been balling out and Kurt Cousins has been loving him. Uh, And you got to play him. Deshaun Jackson, uh, I think he's going to get a nice score here. Um, you know, he doesn't get a lot of catches, uh, two or three catches, but one of those catches is going to go for 40, 50 yards, 30 yards, somewhere around there. That's a nice, that's a nice payday. You got to play him uh, in, in this matchup. If one thing, Buffalo can be passed on, all right? And also because if they can be passed on, Matt Jones um, is a more of a viable play in this than – Alfred Morris, who's who's an, it, it, who he's a missing person. I don't know what happened to him or what's going on uh between him and Jay Gruden and, and the coaching staff, the Matt Jones uh show. All right, let's move on to the next matchup we have sitting out there and, and it would be the um uh Kansas the Red Hot Kansas City Chiefs visiting the not so red hot um Baltimore Ravens, who are just for all intents and purposes just playing out the season. They're um they're eight they're uh, four and nine excuse <clears throat> have lost their last two and all offensive skill uh weapons. Kansas City's eight and five on a seven game winning streak, four and three on the road. Uh you play to Kendrick West because I do believe that um Spencer B where is out this week. Um, I don't think he's going to play. If he does play, it'll be sparingly. Uh, so you ride with Chikandrick West if you have him. And, and with confidence, one of the best um, um, defenses against the run is the Baltimore Ravens, who are top four in fantasy points. But Andy Reid finds ways to get this uh, the running back involved in the offense. Whether it's running the football or passing, Andy Reid will um, get it done on that. Baltimore is 25th in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback and wide receiver position. That's not a strong suit for Alex Smith and company, but Jeremy Macklin has been balling out, and I expect him to to do it against this absolutely horrible pass defense in um, the Baltimore Ravens. So you've got to play Jeremy Macklin here, without a doubt. And you know what? Uh, um, I have to temper my expectations because, like I said, uh, Baltimore is – Number two in preventing fantasy points against the um, tight end position, and um, Travis Kelsey hasn't been consistent of late. But here's a sleeper, guys. Here's a sleeper, and and and, and I think this is a perfect storm. Uh, even though they're playing uh, on the road in Baltimore, um, they're going. To, Kansas City is going up against the uh, one of the worst uh, pass defenses going. A lot of the attention is going to be played to Jeremy Macklin. And Albert Wilson um, had 87 yards and his second, his second score of the year, and it went over the t- Chargers last week. Um, and I see him doing it again. Uh, and afterthought, just just saying um, that you may want to, if you don't have any other options and you're shooting for the start, especially if you're not favored and you're shooting for some upside, why not? Your you, you favorite, you, you, you're um, projected to lose anyway. What, what do you have to lose? You go for it. All right, let's move on to the next. Uh, 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 quite naturally, you know, I, I didn't say too much about Baltimore because there's really not too much of Jimmy Clausen as the quarterback. Javoris Allen is going to be used in the passing game. That's probably the only guy, along with Kamar Aiken, that, that you would uh, think about uh, playing. Um, because of they have to hand the ball off and throw it to somebody in the running backs, and they have to throw it to, to someone in, in, the, in, the, in the wide receiver position, and why not Javoris Allen or Buck Allen uh, uh, and Kamar Aiken? All right, let's move on to the next one, which would be the uh, Browns and the Seattle Seahawks, where Mike Bettine said he didn't think Russell Wilson is a top-tier quarterback. Why would you say that against um, a Super Bowl champion quarterback and, and who's gone to the Super Bowl in back-to-back years. Why would you say that? You can't be too bright in a, as a coach to, to say that. Johnny Manziel going to be the quarterback? Who's going to step up? There's only one position that I can say with all due respect. And as the weakest um, position that the Seahawks... All year have been defending, and that's the tight end, the 23rd in preventing fantasy points in the tight end position. So Gary Barnage, if you owners, play him with confidence, because I think uh, Johnny Manziel is going to lean on him to try to move the ball football down the field. Uh, on the side of Russell Wilson, he's been balling out, balling out, 16 scores over the last four games, including two t- five touchdown efforts. He's not thrown. For under 260 yards, 260 yards during his month-long spree, and even tossed in his first rushing score on the year in Week 13. They're going to be running by by committee. They picked up two running backs, Bryce Brown, and and, and they brought back Christine Michael. Uh, they're going to be running by by committee. Uh, so that tells me that they're going to be throwing the football now. One, the one caveat is it's supposed to be uh, about 52 degree excuse me 52 degrees with a light rain no excuse me it's not it's going 46 uh 46 and mostly cloudy so they're playing at home they're playing the browns team that is near the bottom of all categories in quarterback running back and wide receiver so what's that tell you Another 300-yard game for Russell Wilson. Another three-touchdown game for Russell Wilson. And Doug Baldwin has been balling out along with Tyler Lockett. So who gets the most of those touchdowns? Baldwin has been balling out. I mean, it's insane what he's been doing. Um, So he scored nine times, including three against the Steelers, in the last five weeks. So what's that tell you? I happen to, and, and this is amazing that someone would do this this late in the season and, and into the playoffs. Uh, someone last week in one of the leagues that I'm in, and I'm in the playoffs in that league, I'm in the number one seed in that league, um, dropped Doug Baldwin. Couldn't believe it. They dropped him the day of the game. He balled out and had over 20 fantasy points. Don't know why a person would do that. The rest of the league slept on it. I'm the number one seed. So I'm low on the waiver wire each week. And I have been for a while. Doug Baldwin was available. I took and put in a waiver wire claim on him. Not thinking I was going to pick him up, but I took a stab and was able to pick him up in my, and I'm in the championship round. now. Our championship round is two weeks. You think I'm not rolling with Doug Baldwin? Are you kidding me? Anyway, um, Doug Baldwin is a big-time play this week, along with Tyler Lockett. The, um, Joe Hayden is on injury reserve. He's not there. So they are working with minimal options in the, in pass defense in the backside of that Cleveland defense. And Mike Pettine had the nerve to say that Russell Wilson is not a top-tier quarterback. Guess what? You just you just uh fuel the fire that much more uh with the uh, um Russell Wilson. Uh, all right, let's move on to the next next uh matchup. We got uh, a little more than five minutes, a little less than six minutes left in the game we got uh um one, two, three, four games and so we're moving along at a nice pace here. Broncos and the Steelers, another fantasy relevant and a real relevant uh week uh for the pittsburgh steelers who are hosting the denver broncos denver is is boasting the top tier defense in um spreading fantasy points in the uh the, the number one in against the quarterback and wide receiver number fourteen against the running back and number, 22, number twenty two number against the uh, tight end position and preventing fantasy points so this high powered offense of the um Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, they're playing home. This is That's their advantage. They're playing home. Um, and I got to believe that <clears> – <throat> let, let me get this out of the way real quick. <clears throat> I'm, I said this before and I'm saying it again. You got a high-powered offense against a defense that's that's one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best. The high-powered offense is playing home. They should be able to move the football. They may not be able to get into the end zone with a lot of consistency, but they're going to be able to move the football, meaning that their field goal kicker is going to get a lot of options to to kick field goals. I like Chris Boswell in here. I know I'm leading off with Chris Boswell, yes. I like Chris Boswell as a viable kicking option. Kickers are people too, and believe it or not, there's been a lot of double-digit kickers that give you – Double, I said double double digit kickers. There's a lot of kickers that are giving you double digits, comparable to a flex position, or, or or a running back two position. So why not go that route in getting a kicker that's going to be able to get options to kick field goals, uh, consistent in, in a game. All right, let's move on to the um, positions that uh, really care. Do I play Ben Roethlisberger? If you've been riding with him. Why not? Um, he's playing home. I know this is the Denver defense. I know they have a uh, bonafide pass rush. You got to roll with Ben in this hot offense. Uh, D'Angelo Williams, I think, is going to get a trip into the end zone, 50 to 60 yards, somewhere around there. He's also using the passing game. He's definitely a uh, running back two with upside to running back one. Let me put it that way. I'll put it that way. Um, you, you You play your studs. I, 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 regardless of the matchup, you play your studs. So that means you play Antonio Brown. You play Martavis, Brent, uh, um, Bennett, um, or Bryant, Mart- Martavis Bryant, and one of the weaknesses that the um, Denver Broncos have is defending against the uh, tight end position. And Ben Roethlisberger likes throwing to the tight end, so that means uh, if you are need of a tight end position, he happens to be sitting on a waiver wire, you play Heath Miller, without a doubt. Um, all right, let's move over to the other side. Now you got Brock, Brock Osweiler uh, against the t- against the defense in the Pittsburgh Steelers that are 24th and 28th respectively in, defending, uh, in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback and wide receiver position and also 26th against the tight end. Um, so what's that tell me? That tells me that uh, they, quite naturally, they're, they are – number three in in, in preventing fantasy points uh, against the running back position. So their strong suit is preventing the run. Their weak suit quite naturally is is, uh, stopping the pass. You got a team that's going to move the football um, and maybe not get into the end zone that often. Brandon McManus has been a consistent um, field goal kicker throughout the league, uh, throughout the season, and most people have him uh, because it's the Denver Broncos. They have him on their roster already. I wouldn't think that he would be on the waiver wire. He may be a viable you are having uh, bad luck with kickers he's a viable option all right um I couldn't play Brock oswald in here i know this is the passing game uh that that the uh, passing um defense uh, excuse me it's the defense that you can pass on but you i would play emmanuel sanders and, and Demarius thomas um it's a toss up on who gets the most carries between c j anderson and and ronnie hillman um The weather is supposed to be um, mostly cloudy. And and, uh, so I'm thinking that the Steelers um, won't let the running back do too much in here. Uh, So I would temper my expectations on that. Let's move on to the next game. And uh, I missed one, but I'm coming back to it. The uh, Packers going and visiting the Raiders uh supposed to be in the low 50s, a light rain. Um, and uh, I would have to think that the um, Green Bay Packers would be used to inclement weather like that. And uh, Devontae Adams is supposed to play. Aaron Rodgers, you got to play Aaron Rodgers. There's no two-way about it. Unless you have Carson Palmer and Aaron Rodgers on the same roster, um you gotta you got to play Aaron Rodgers. I happen to have Aaron Rodgers and Carson Palmer on the same roster in two leagues. Quite naturally, i playing Carson Palmer. He's got the better matchup. He's putting up the better fantasy points. But Aaron Rodgers should put up a couple touchdowns and uh, about 250 yards in here. Eddie Lacy, after he got his um, um, wake-up call a few games back, being benched because of missing curfew, um, he's been balling out. He was balled out before that. And, uh, and and uh, last week he's balling out 100 yards plus. I expect him to do that against this um, Raiders defense, who happens to be 16th in printing fast. He points against the uh, running back position. Um, Aaron Rodgers' main target last week was uh, Randall Cobb. He threw, he threw 12 passes, uh, which resulted in eight catches and 81 yards. I expect him to do a little more of the same. And his other BFF that he's been thrown to and probably getting little known recognition, but he's been uh, pretty consistent, is Richard Rodgers. He only caught one pass last week, but it was for a touchdown. That was the week before he had uh, 146 yards uh, against Detroit. Uh, But he's got five touchdowns over the last five weeks, over the last six weeks, I should say. So, like I said, uh, he looks to him in crunch time, especially near the end zone. Uh, and, I, and he would be a viable play for me in the tight end position. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, oh, I'm sorry about that. On o- Oakland side of the ball, uh, you got to play Latavius Murray. I, I, um, the uh, Green Bay Packers can be run on. Um, they're, they're not a prolific defense. They're, dirt, they're 13th, which is mid, about mid-tier. Uh, they can be run on. Uh, their best suit is the preventing fantasy points against the um, wide receiver position, uh, which is your number eight. And uh, number 11 in doing the same thing against the quarterback position. Um, they're vulnerable against the tight end also. So I'm thinking, uh, Clive Walford. Yes, Clive Walford. Who's that? Yeah, well, he's the tight end that has been playing pretty consistent over the last few weeks for um, the Oakland Raiders, and I think uh, he'll be used with, with uh, in the passing game for Derek Carr. Um, and uh, the other one I'm li- I'm liking here, I think uh, uh, Mari Cooper may have hit the wall. He may not put up as many fantasy points as the uh, the old man, Michael Crabtree, who I think is going to get the uh, uh, 15, 16 points
0: <laughs>
1: in the uh, um, PPR. So he's a real good play here. You want to you want to uh, uh, take a wild shot and see if this guy gets the big, big play. It's Seth Roberts. I know. It's it's it, it's a wild play in the second round, but like I said before, if you are a team and you feel that you're the underdog, that you you're going to, unless you pull off something, uh, um, um, surprisingly, you're going to lose. Well, why not take a shot? Why not lose and taking a shot rather than go down and and and, and uh, not uh, take a shot and have this guy Seth Roberts either sit on the bench or wave a wire and rack up points where you could have had them in your lineup and possibly pulled out a win to surprisingly get to the next round. So think about that. All right, let's move on to the uh, next game We're on the docket here. We're getting down to crunch time here. Three games left. Uh, Dolphins versus the Chargers. Uh, who cares versus who cares? Um, Dolphins are are uh, five and eight uh uh and 3 and 4 in the season on the road uh the, the chargers are 3 and 10 on a two game losing streak 2 and 5 at home uh, the dolphins had a shorter week um the uh i would go with lamar miller this is one of the worst running defenses in, in the league in, in the uh, um san diego chargers um lamar miller should have had a really had a monster day um for some reason the Dolphins decided not to give him the ball, uh, but only five times after the second after the uh, first half, the second half he only got the ball five times, which is beyond me. When he had a couple scores uh, in the first half, makes no sense. But uh, it is what it is. Um, he's using the pass game sparingly, but he, he should be able to run through this uh, uh, sieve of a uh, run defense in San Diego. Jar- Jarvis Landry is de- dealing with. Uh, um Jarvis Landry it should be a uh uh a viable option here. Um Ryan Tannehill likes throwing to him a lot. He had 18 targets a, a, and caught 11 for 99 yards last week. But the previous week he only he only caught two passes for 5 yards against the Ravens. So He's been better than most in road games, so um, I would think that him and he, he, he'll he be the D-man uh, going up against the San Diego defense. That's number six in preventing fantasy points against the wide receiver position. Um, so, and uh, another guy that you could probably put in the flex or wide receiver three is Devontae Parker. He's going to get some looks here, and he's been coming up late, and, and uh, uh, but don't but don't expect a, a a big day. Ten, eleven points somewhere around there, but they all add up. They all add up. On the other side of the ball, Philip Rivers. Do you play Philip Rivers? Yes, you play Phillip Rivers against this Miami defense. Miami defense is twenty 29th, twenty seventh against preventing against preventing preventing fantasy points against the quarterback running back and wide receiver position so you should be able to run all day throw all day on the miami dolphins defense and that says philip rivers should have a very good day uh throwing a couple touchdowns and over two hundred fifty yards to michael floyd two uh um antonio gates uh who um is the b f f of um uh, Philip Rivers, and guess what? You're going to have a Danny Woodhead sighting in this game. I think he gets uh, uh, 15, 16 fantasy points in this game, without a doubt. I, this is the time you've been looking for, Danny Woodhead. He's coming. He's going to raise his uh, little head uh, in this matchup. So, the Danny Woodhead fans, put him in your lineup today in the flex. Especially if it's in PPR, he's going to ball out for you today. Uh, all right, let's move on to the uh, next matchup. And like I said, all these uh, matchups, if I had, haven't um, talked about the weather, it's not going to make a difference. This game is going to make a difference. Bengals versus the 49ers. It's a night game. Um, Well, that doesn't make a difference. Bengals versus the 49ers is is supposed to be around 50, uh, um, 50, 55 degrees and a light rain. Um, They're in San Francisco. You would think that the um, Bengals would run all over the uh, um, San Francisco 49ers in here. A.J. McCarron is the quarterback. So I would have to temper the expectations. I think they're going to rely heavily on the run game, that that means that uh, Giovanni Bernard or Jeremy Hill are all viable options. Most people don't have both of them, um, but if you have one of them, it's a definitely a go to put them in your lineup. You got to put uh, A.J. Green in there because he's the uh, um, number one wide receiver, and A.J. McCarron um, should be able to get the ball to uh, A.J. Green and give you some very good – Fantasy points. Uh, on the other side of the ball, with the San Francisco Forty ers with Blaine Gabbard at the running uh, at the quarterback. Come on, ah, uh, maybe maybe Vance McDonald because he likes throwing to the tight end, um, and maybe uh, 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 Anquan Bolden. He likes throwing to Anquan because he's a, he's he's the middle of the field type of wide receiver. Can't think of these any of these options on the San Francisco that would be a consistent or a confident uh, player putting in your lineup. Let's uh, maybe show on drone. Uh, the um, Cincinnati Bengals are top 15 in preventing fantasy points in all the relevant fantasy uh, skill positions. So... Um, he may be striking out if you put a San Francisco um niner in your lineup. All right, let's go to the last and final game, which happens to be on Monday night. Uh which should be a high-flying game and extremely fantasy relevant because of the players in that Let's go over to the talking about the um Detroit Lions visiting the um the uh New Orleans Saints. Uh, let's go over to Matthew Stafford first. Now, New Orleans, 32nd, 31st, and preventing fantasy points against the quarterback and running back position and including the uh, tight end position. 22nd, doing the same thing in the wide receiver. Detroit, 19th, 22nd, 14th, 28th, in preventing fantasy points against the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end position. So what's that telling you? shoot out, shoot out. That's what it's telling me. So Matthew Stafford, 300 yards, couple touchdowns. I even like Amir Abdullah in this game. Uh, I think he's going to be able to run the football. Uh, quite naturally, Theo Riddick is a absolutely, should be absolutely beast in here in, in PPR. Calvin Johnson is dealing with injury, but he, he looks like he's going to play. Um, and uh, should be able to ball out in here, along with Golden Tate. Calvin gets in the end zone. Um, Golden Tate racks up the um, PPR points. Matthew Prater gets a couple field goals, uh, and along with a couple extra points. Drew Brees, I think he throws for 300 yards. I'm telling you, this is going to be a shootout. Uh, Hightower, I think he gets about 60 or 70 yards in here. Gets uh, into the end zone. Uh, with an offense that can move the football. I love Brandon Cooks in here. I love Willie Sneed in here. I love Ben Watson in here. Drew Brees spreads the ball around. You never know who's going to be the man, but um, all these guys should be viable options in 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 the uh, in, in this game. And if you have one of them, two of them or whatever, you put them in your lineup and you know Drew Brees is going to try to, to do his thing, especially at home, especially at home. All right. Um, I think that's it for now. All right. Uh hopefully you stay with me. Hopefully, uh that uh you, you picked up some pointers, hopefully that that uh, you are going to win your matchup this week and move on to either the next round or the playoffs or the fantasy uh your fantasy league championship. Tune in next week, uh where we it's week sixteen. Hopefully, uh I'm in the championship round uh and uh so are you. Uh we could talk about that and what you should do um, in your championship round and setting your lineup. Uh, With that being said, uh, it's been nice spending some time with you. Um, Enjoy the games. There's got a lot of good games on today. Enjoy the games. Be safe. See ya.